read verse 24 and verse 25. John chapter 20, verse 24 and verse 25. Very familiar passage of scripture, but this is where I feel where the Lord desired for us to minister today. Verse 24, now Thomas called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, we have seen the Lord. So he said to them, unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. The key verse is the verse we just read, verse 25. The other disciples therefore said to him, we have seen the Lord. So he said to them, unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. This last part, he said, he said, until I do this, unless I'm able to do this, I will not believe. Now, I want you to understand something. It was their testimony that was true of what they experienced in God. And, and there, there are some things where we hear the priest's word, the taught word, or is a testimony that should provoke us to the place that, okay, it's good on what you experience, but there are some things that we must know for ourselves. And so I, I want to speak on this subject for myself. There are some things in God I just have to know for myself. God's going to talk to us today, and there are some people that God's going to reveal some things to you that you've been desiring to know for yourself. I just can't live for God off of somebody else's testimony, off of somebody else's experience. There's some things I got to have in God for myself. Hallelujah. Brother Master, if you're grabbing a mic and pray over the word of the Lord. God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for this man of God that's going to bring forth the word. Anoint his mind. We want to receive the word into our spirit, God, to go further in your kingdom. Take your liberty in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands as you've been seated. Now, it's nice and cool in here, so no one should be going to sleep during the ministry of the Word. I've been knowing to you at night, I have sewn some automatic water guns in here. <laughs> and all I got to do is just wave by the motion. It's going to shoot you and wake you up and go to sleep. <clears throat> so, when we read in John 20... Verse 24 and 25, 
We will go back there and read again in just a second. Jesus had already died. He had already rose from the dead. He was in the early stages of showing to mankind that he was alive and well. You can prove this through the word of God. Acts chapter 10, verse 38 through verse 41. Now, because of time's sake, I can't go and fill in a lot of stuff, so we're going to pick it up in verse 38. And it's just a point here I want you to understand. It was Simon Peter was preaching to Cornelius. And he was preaching to him. He was preaching to his household. He was preaching to friends and relatives that Cornelius had gathered together. And so here in verse 38, he's preaching the word. He said, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power. The word power means strength, ability, miraculous power, miracle working power who went about doing good. And word good means benevolence. Anyone he was able to do good to as far as obeying the word of God, he done it. And healing all, everybody say all, who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And understanding that God is no respecter of person. This is just a side note. If you're here today and you're filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and the way you know it with the evidence is speaking in other tongues, and God can fill some of you with the Holy Ghost today. Amen. You have the same anointing that Jesus had, and you can go about doing good, and God can work through you to see that people are healed, and that people that are oppressed by the devil can be delivered. You can walk in that anointing and that power of God Almighty. How many want to walk in that measure of God? God is still a healer. God is still a way maker. God still uses mankind today. How else is the world going to know that our God is a healer unless he used those that are filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost? I was coming down the street um, a couple of days ago, and I stopped, and that man that you prayed for, that they didn't give him a chance to live that had COVID. And when, when I got there... The neighbor said, this is the man that prayed for you. Uh, now, I was making sure that I wasn't taking no credit and no glory. And I told him, no, no, it, it, was, it was our church body. And we all prayed. But it was God. It was God that healed your body. And so whenever something go wrong in his life, he know to walk down the street and talk to a man that, that'll pray to a God that's able. And I'm telling you, it won't be long we'll see them in the house of the living God. 
Boy, I don't want to get off track today, but the devil is a liar. God is still doing the work in our midst. So here he's, he's preaching to them. And then he said in verse 39, And we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they killed by hanging on a tree. Him God raised on the third day and showed him openly, not to all the people, but to witnesses chosen before by God, even to us who ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead. So in John 20 and verse 24 and 25, when he came to the disciples, he was showing them that he was alive, that he was no longer in the tomb, that he had risen from the dead. He was in the early stages. And let's go to Acts chapter 1 and verse 3. What are you doing? I'm establishing that Jesus did show himself alive to people after he had died. Verse 3, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom. And so, when they said to Thomas in John 20 and 24, now Thomas called the twin, one of the 12, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, we have seen the Lord. We're going to establish a little bit later. What had happened here is that they were aware that the stone was rolled away from the tomb. They was aware that when they looked inside of the tomb, that his body was not there. The clothes was there. But his body was not there. And at this time, they only knew that Jesus was not in the tomb, that maybe they moved him and took him somewhere else. This is the knowledge that Thomas had. And so now they come to Thomas and say, hey, we have seen the Lord. That is not just a simple statement. That is a powerful statement. How in the world have they seen the Lord with the knowledge that they had that they moved him somewhere out of the tomb? And so it was the fact that he didn't believe him. He walked with him. They walked with the Lord. They have never lied to him, but they said, we have seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see in his hands my finger 
into the print of the nail and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. I don't believe it to be true. He said, it's good that you have experienced the Lord. It's good on what you have saw. It's great that you have heard the voice of God, but I got to know for myself that God is alive and well. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. I don't believe it to be true unless I experience it for myself. Somebody got to make up their mind. It's great that God healed you and you and you, but I got to know for myself that God is a healer. There's sometimes the priest word, the taught word, a testimony. It should provoke us to the point and say, God, that is great, but let me experience this for myself. Yes, so we want to look at something else here in the word of God. Is sister, is she here? They're not here. So your wife got it. Okay. Sister Massey, Luke chapter 24. And we're going to read verse 1 through 11. I'll be stopping you for a different time and emphasizing some points. Now, I warn you that I don't have a lot of notes. That doesn't mean I'm going to finish quick. All right. Let's read verse 1. Now, on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. Now, notice this. They're coming to the tomb. They, they witnessed him being crucified. Remember when the Lord, he turned and, and he spoke to, to the ladies that was weeping, uh, they, they seen him crucified, and, and they knew that he had died, and they knew that he was put in the tomb. And so they're coming with the assumption to find a dead body. So here they are coming to the tomb and, and bringing the spices. Man, something got a hold of me when I read that today, but we can't chase it this morning. Let, let's keep going. Verse 2. But they found the stone rolled away. Now, this was miraculous within itself. Because when you read in, in, in some of the other Gospels, they were concerned because how big and heavy the stone was. And they knew they didn't have the physical strength to move the stone. And here they show up. The stone is rolled away from the grave. And watch this here. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. You know, ladies, they want to know everything. I'm just picking. And some of the ladies said, you better, you better back up. I felt, I felt that. <laughs> they went in and they did not find the body. Let's keep going. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this. They was greatly what? Perplexed. Okay, I'll just, listen, I'll pick him. <laughs> that behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Now, this, this is something. 
the, the stone is rolled away, and they, and they go inside of the grave, and, and they look, and, and, and there is no body. And all of a sudden, there is, there is a divine visitation by the messengers of God Almighty. Now watch this here. Then, as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, why do you seek the living among the dead? What a powerful statement. The first message I ever preached when I received my calling was from this here. I don't know what I said, but I lasted 20 minutes. <laughs> no, notice this question. The, the angels knew why they was there. And if they paid attention to the question that he asked them, he was indirectly letting them know that he's not dead. Why are you seeking the living among the dead? In other words, you're seeking for someone that's not bound by death and bound by the grave. You better hear me in the Holy Ghost. We don't serve a dead God. We don't serve a God that's not real. Our God is alive. And our God is moving in our midst. Aren't you glad Jesus is not a God of our imagination or just our thought patterns? Our God is alive. Man, I don't want to get off track. How do you know? I know because I'm not the person I used to be. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. How do you know he filled me with the Holy Ghost? Uh, we're going to stay on track. Why seek ye the living among the dead? Powerful statement. Watch this here. He is not here. He is not here. But is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee. Now, now put yourself in their shoes. Uh, only the ladies can because their feet are small. Um. Here it is, the stones rolled away. And last time they seen Jesus was put in, in the tomb. They go in the tomb, they don't find him there. Two angels show up and begin to, to talk to them. Friend, this has to be very traumatic. Something like this is going on. And now they, they are telling him, that he is not here. He is risen. And when he told him that, that he is risen, read verse 6 again. He's, he's, gonna re, he's, he's telling him to recall some things. Watch this here. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. So here it is. All right, we need to pray. Stretch your hands this way.
Okay. And look, we're just going to lay hands on her, and she may have to have some, some natural attention, but ain't nothing bad going to happen to her right now. You stretch your hands this way, the enemy can't come in here and do this. In the name of Jesus, I lay hands on her, whatever the complications is. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ. God, let life come back into this body, God, in Jesus' name, right now. There you go. Here it is. There it is. Let it come back to this body right now, in Jesus' name. There it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. Thank you, Lord. Huh? Yeah. Okay. And we can just give it to you. Heart rate stuff is good. She's fine. We need to get some men that got some strength. If she wants to sit in here, that's fine. Okay. Okay, and they're going to take it to the fellowship hall, but we're not going to stop. She's fine. Friend, I lay hands on her. You can see, just feel something begin to tremble. Listen, when we pray, it don't have to be a long, drawn-out prayer. All right, the guy's going to help. Thank you for letting me know that. Dr. Trinfell, he said that the heart rate and all this stuff is good. It's definitely spiritual. She definitely responds to us laying hands on it. Wouldn't that be something like that? The enemy try to just show up. And look, she can, she can give. All right, now, and listen, Lord, if this is if this is human, I can't deal with the human spirit. In the name of Jesus, if there's anything that's demonic here, you, you are gone. You release this body right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. All right, let's give God some glory in here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say, the Lord is good. All right, they're going to work with it. I'm going to keep preaching because this was the enemy. He don't want me to keep preaching. And if he show up, we'll just deal with it. There we go. See what I'm saying? You be seated in Jesus' name. All right, Sister Mamie, we we gonna, we're victorious in this. We're all right. Hallelujah.
She got her hands. Look, she's speaking in tongues. That's what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Uh, thank you, Brother Lamar, for getting my attention there. The Lord is good. I, I just think it's, it's how we respond to it. The enemy wanted to disrupt things. She didn't do anything wrong. But we have the authority, friend. Let me say it again. I feel a little bit unbelief in here. We have the authority. We don't have to wrestle with some things. She is going to be fine. Man, I got confidence in the God that I serve. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We have to know as a body for ourselves that we can pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I want you to hear me. The first one we didn't call was not the ambulance or, or immersion. The first thing we need to do is call on the name of the Lord. Enemy, you don't know who you're messing with. We believe our God. We know that our God is able. Woo, I feel God in the house. Yarama sata yarama, yarama sata yarama, yaromosa, yarama. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Yarama, yarama sata yarama. Ah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Matter of fact, if you got an ailment in your body, I want you to come and stand in the front. I can preach this next week, but I'm telling you, enemy, you have touched something. And I know for myself that God is able to do it. Repent, God's going to do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh. 